Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in the pages of Christian Living Magazine. This is going to be a really fun show today, because although I haven't known him very long, I've already learned that today's guest is full of surprises. Joining me in the studio today is Tom Claycomb, Christian Living Magazine's new outdoor writer with his own column, Exploring God's Great Outdoors. Tom, welcome, and thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, the pleasure is mine. <laughs> Gets, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm just going to jump ahead. Okay. I forgot. I'm doing good. That's it's a beautiful day, beautiful early. It's not fall yet, technically. I, I hold I'm one of those that holds out. It is still summer. <laughs> Congrats, <all. laughs> That's right. Well, although, hoping to. although a nice Indian summer is one of my favorite times of year too, so I shouldn't complain. <laughs> I'm I'm ready for all the rust colored mums and the crisp morning air and all of that. But I have to tell you, I, I'm just blown away by how God works. So Dan Doherty wrote our Outdoors with Doherty column the first six years that Christian Living was around. Um, He's my pastor's brother, and he passed suddenly four and a half years ago. And he was one of our original writers, and so we just kind of left it alone. And this spring, Gay, our editor, and I were talking one day, and I said, you know, I I think it's time. Our, Our male readers really enjoyed that. Some of our female readers really enjoyed that outdoor column. I think it's time we start looking for another outdoor writer. And lo and behold, it wasn't but like two or three weeks, I was working an outdoor Christian event, and you walked up to me and you said, <laughs> I want to talk to you. And I was like, okay, I talked to everybody. Um, and so you introduced yourself and told me what you do, and I'm like, oh, the Lord is just so amazing how he works. You know, it was the need was laid on my heart. I shared it with Gay. She agreed because although that's just how it works, you know, if we're not both feeling called the same way, then we have to really dig deep and see why one of us is feeling led called one way or the other. But we both felt like that that was just the direction. Cool. And, you know, I was like, well, now I have to figure out where to look. And I didn't. I just had to show up where I was supposed to be, and there you were. <laughs> it always surprises us when God really got it does God stuff, you know. Uh, that's you know. I have to tell you, there's in, in the last ten years there have been oh just a handful of times where we've had a need, an opening come up in a very specialized area, and then it's so obvious that all you can do is look up and go, "I know that was you, God. Thank you." <laughs> So thank you, because he must have laid the call on you, too. You know, it's weird. That morning in church, the pastor said, he's got in the middle of the sermon, and he looked around and went, if you're not making a difference in your neighborhood, at your workplace, at school, what are you doing? Very wise And then he pastor. went back preaching. And, and I think I do. I try to do all that, but something hit me go, okay, God, I'm in. I'm in. And two hours later, I met you. <laughs> Is that not weird? That is, that is, and, and it wasn't even, you, you didn't even set out, you know. I've had people over the years approach me at that same event because I'm there just about every single year. I think I've missed one year and due to a family wedding in another state. So it wasn't like I, you know, went on strike. I just physically couldn't be in two places at one time. 
But, you know, I've had people who I knew you would be here and I came to talk to you. But you, I don't know that you did that that day. You just, you were just there because it was a Christian event. I did. That was the only deal after church. He he announced it in church. I thought, well, I'll go there a minute. And no agenda. <laughs> That's so cool. So, first of all, let me welcome you to the Christian Living Magazine family. Oh, thank you so and we, much. We are a family. We are a team. So, what a lot of our readers and our listeners may not realize is that all of our columnists volunteer their time, talent, and expertise. You're, you're not. A, this is not a paid position for you. You're truly. It's kind of like a mission and a missionary. You are. You are yeah. volunteering to help us. And it's not, and we were just talking about this before before we came, before we started recording today. It's not like you just sit down at the keyboard and 10 minutes later you're done and your column is off to gay and you're done. No. It's sometimes there's research involved, but in your case, it's probably going to be expertise that you already know, but you have to decide what you're going to write on. And then once you get it written, then there's the editing process. And if you're like me, I got to at least sleep on it at least one night. I want to be sure that that's really no. what the Holy Spirit wanted me to write about and that it's edifying him. You know, and so it's not a quick and easy thing. So thank you. And thank you to all of our columnists. Uh, you know, it's, um, and we have just so many different backgrounds. And that's really what we, we, we try to do. We want to make, have something out there for everyone to read. So thank you. Oh, man, pleasure, man. Um, but you know, you your resume is so impressive. <laughs> you, um, you standing there that day, you were telling me I I write for this and that, and I do this. So let's talk a little bit because some of our listeners may go, I know Tom Claycomb. What, what where do I know that name from? So where what some some of the other places that that you write for or have written for? Well, you know, you you kind of have to hit it all. So I have some magazine or newspapers. That's what I started with. I started getting in newspapers, and then websites came out, whatever, 20 years ago. So have a, let's see, two newspapers in Oregon, two in Idaho, Nevada, Colorado, and write some for two in Louisiana, and then Texas Outdoor Journal, and then its oldest magazine in Texas. It's a good one. And then a bunch of different magazines. Then websites, right for Ammo Land, Shooting Sports News, the biggest outdoor website in America. So, do a weekly column or a weekly product review for them. I wrote for Bath Pro Shop for three and a half years, and let's see, GunpowderMagazine.com, and just whoever I can, you know. It sounds like you are like the all-around outdoor sportsman. So, <laughs> what what kind of sports do you participate in? You know. I like. Here's the deal. I got a buddy, Keith Ricketts. He fly fishes twenty four seven. I have a couple of those friends. Yeah, I'll never be as good as him. Cause like right now, I'm well. Hopefully, get everything lined up. I'm on load up tomorrow and go backpack in the Frank Church and go fly fishing. So I was fly fishing last week, I guess, over in um, South Fork of Snake. But here. Then I'll go to South Dakota next week, two weeks, come back, and there'll be time for archery out. So I'll do that. Then just keep on and on. I got a Texas hunt lined up, and then uh, riders sponsored hunt, something exotic hunt. Texas. So I don't know if I'm an expert at anything because I like to do all of it. So as seasons come, I jump into it, but if you measure my funnel meter, it's up there just as high as Keith's. <laughs> I'll never be as good as him. 
But yeah, but look at all the different things that, you know, so I grew up hunting and fishing. We kind of talked about that yeah, before we started cool. recording today. And I remember in my early 20s, we went deer hunting up in North Idaho and it got to snow one on us. And the vehicle I was in got stuck <laughs> and everybody else had returned to camp. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, not only were we cold, we were stuck. So, yeah, I, yeah. My great adventures in hunting and fishing. I mentioned too, my husband and I in in the early years of our marriage. We we stopped during the 0708 recession because it just got out of our price range. But for many many years, we bass tournament fished. <laughs> I can't believe that. That's so all. jumped jumped in the bass boat, went fast fast fast, <laughs> and caught big bass. So and that was when we would travel with his job. He, we had conventions all over the United States, and and if he was going to be anywhere down south where the bass grew big, I'd I'd go with him, and we'd either go a day or two earlier, or we'd stay a day or two late, and hire a guide and bass fish. So, <laughs> you know, reading, re- talking to you and reading your column, it took it's brought back all of those memories. Of course, we still fish, you know, but it's not there's none of the pressure of of the tournament fishing. Y'all so. need to go crappie fishing with me. Okay. We can talk it. about that after show. We don't want everybody knowing the secret. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're on. Crappie, crappie are fun because you just keep yeah. catching them. So that's that's cool. So back in June, you wrote me an email. This was after we met, and, and I'm going to quote you here. Right now, I'm slaying the crappie. In <laughs> August, I'll be backpacking in the backcountry, fly fishing. Then archery season kicks off, and on and on it goes. You said you may want the column all about Idaho, but I also do a lot of -of out-of-state activities. For instance, tomorrow I'm headed to Oklahoma for the Professional Outdoor Media Association Convention. Then on Saturday, I'll be bass fishing in Oklahoma. Then July 3rd to Alaska, come home and fly the next week to ICAST in Orlando. Oh my goodness, do you ever unpack? Do you have, does your wife have laundry waiting and you just change suitcases? You know, that's amazing. What a fun life. No wonder your fun meter is on high. <laughs> you get around. So part of what you do is speaking engagements. And you were telling me you do 40 or more a year. Yeah, you know, COVID has killed me. But used to, I'd do like 40 to 60. It'll be all the way from, say, seminar, bear hunting seminar at Cabela's or a wild game feed at Calvary Chapel in Boise on up to SHOT Show in Las Vegas, or I'll do seminars, done them from, I guess, Texas to Alaska, and goes from store level on up to the biggest shows, you know. This year I had three in Las Vegas at SHOT, three at Dallas Safari Club in January, and three in Nashville at Safari Club International. So do That's those. But, but it sounds like, too, like you do the, the wild game feeds at the churches, too. Yeah, those are cool because what they do, say, me and my hunting camp, there's a guy who isn't a Christian. He's not going to come to church. But if they go, hey, come to my church, we're having a potluck, and there's some outdoor rider that's going to teach you how to bear hunt. Wow, okay. And they'll come hear that. Then I get to share my testimony. And it's just a natural flow it's not like talking about just something off the wall yeah so i love those i love i love how idaho it's the only place i've seen they really do that and used to 20 years ago a lot of churches did it and i'd give a talk at a lot of those that's that's so there's a couple of churches that some last year reached out to me and said do you know see i didn't know you that 
then. Dang it. We're, we're looking for a speaker for our wild game feed. And I'm like, um, well, I know a guy that fi- that hunts, or I know a guy that fishes. And but okay, I have I have a new card in my Rolodex yeah. now. That shows my age. <laughs> That's I have a new card in my Rolodex. I ha- I have a wild game speaker for you folks. But we're going to talk about how to reach him here in just a little bit. So what of all of this? The outdoor sports, the hunting and the fishing and the and the backpacking and all of that that you do. What is your favorite? Oh, man. If you had to give up everything but one. You know, elk hunting, archery elk hunting is fun because they're bugling. You're in cool country. The weather isn't as bad as like later in the winter. So probably that, but I'll tell you, just because of the daddy-daughter deal, me and my daughter go backpacking in the Frank Church and fly fish. I mean, you're by yourself with your little girl, and that's probably the coolest. That's pretty special. Yeah. That's pretty special. Yeah. That's, um, wish my dad was still around. I'd say, hey, Dad, I have a new idea. <laughs> of course, I have three other sisters and two sister-in-laws. They might, I might have to stand in line, but All anyway. <laughs> yeah. And we went to Alaska July 3rd, 2nd, 3rd. And that was fun. My wife, daughter, and new son-in-law, we all went. And that was a blast. That's so amazing. Yeah. That's, what is it like fishing in Alaska? That that just is, that boggles my mind. Is it cold all the time? No, you know, it like then, I, don't, I think we had a windbreaker some days. It can rain a lot on the coast. But it's like the first time I ever went, that's why I started riding. They had a contest in the Idaho Press Tribune, whoever won, won a $50 gift certificate, and they want to do a full-page deal. They've got the best outdoor page in America. But anyway, um, a guy we were with, he's sitting there, it's like, it's like fishing in National Geographic. And it is. You're sitting there, whales are coming by. We've been from here to the wall over there to killer whales, bears, my brother drilling in a two-foot halibut, lean cod, ate it. Oh, and my gosh. And God gaffed it, threw in the boat, it broke loose. You have two fish flopping around. <laughs> I mean, it just – I've had sea lions twice in one my day. I'm reeling in a silver. Also, whoa, I'm about to get jerked out of the boat, and a 1,200-pound sea lion grabs it and takes off. Oh, my goodness. I mean, it just – eagles come down. I mean, it's just like, wow, wow. I'll show you some pictures. We're done talking like, I don't know how many sea lions on these rocks and just crazy stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. It's the ultimate. I, I, so the one thing that I suffer is motion sickness. And so my husband and I hired a guide years ago in Nehalem Bay over on the Oregon coast. And the water was so rough. I had to, I had to have him take me back and put yeah. me on the dock. And then the guys went out fishing. <laughs> But before I got too sick to fish, <laughs> I went to cast, and a seagull took my bait. <laughs> Gee whiz. <laughs> yeah, that was my claim to fame. <laughs> Nothing like well, a sea called. lion came and took my fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can get the patches, and they really help. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I've been, I, I've been reluctant. to. I tell him, Steve, go and have a good time. <laughs> anyway. Uh, you got to go. Uh, it's, it's too cool. That's what a wonderful story. I love that. So that's how you started writing to begin with. Yeah, I got that. Then I came in the phone ringing, and it's an editor, Vicki Holbrook, and I loved her. She kind of took me under her wing and taught me a lot. 
She'd go, you want to know why I edited your article? Yeah, I was getting off early. I could go by. But um, she said, I'd just call and tell you you won the contest. I'd, Sorry, I'd lay down to her phone. I just shot a bear. She, oh, you shot a bear. Yeah, give me an article. Where are you? When's your next trip? Well, I'll leave tomorrow for Louisiana. She goes, do you do anything but hunting fish? Do you work now and then? I go, yeah, I've got a real job. You just hit me at a good time. So I <laughs> kind of got going. She said, how would you like a weekly column? And then in those days, you didn't have the Internet. So I'd call Seattle to have a phone number of a newspaper. You'd call back. Well, you got to talk to outdoor editor. You'd have to top up a letter, put in a manila envelope, cost dollar seventeen. And I'd try to send, I don't think it was three a day, but a bunch. And it was hard to get other publications back then. That's amazing. Well, and today it's all internet. Yeah. It's, it's all super internet. Simple. It's and we have a contact us on our website. And folks, this is not the way to submit an article. <laughs> but I will have people copy and paste their article their the article they're pitching me in the contact us. <laughs> you know, instead of sending me there won't be anything other than where they've put their name and their email address and then the contact us is the sample article and I'm just like Put a lot I'd, into I'd it, like huh? to know a little bit more about <laughs> you. This is not the way to submit an article. But, you know, we we get them. I get – Gay and I both get them in our emails. Gay is the one that should be getting them because I – yeah. She probably rejected them. Now they're hitting you. <laughs> Usually if I ask her, they have, she, she hasn't heard from them yet. So it, but that's – it's fine, but it just cracks me up when I get one from the contact us and they've copied and pasted an entire article. <laughs> and I'm just like – is there a max word limit on that thing? <laughs> Please. <laughs> but I remember the old days of typing everything up and putting yeah. it in a manila envelope and, you know, and, and before computers, you were typing every one of them <laughs> up. <laughs> there wasn't a, a Microsoft Word to save it to and just keep printing it out. So that's too funny. It's funny to me that you can remember how much it cost you. <laughs> I'm an e- my wife says I'm the eternal top one. <laughs> I tell her I'm thrifty. Frugal. 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 You are me. the frugal. The That's frugal me. fisherman. <laughs> That's me. Change my column in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. So one of the things, one of the topics of conversation here in Idaho is how many new residents we've had. Even even before I became the publisher of Christian Living, through all the media studies that that the company I worked for participated in, Boise was one of the most transient markets in the nations. Transient, not being homeless, but in people moving into and out of yeah. our community. But that has not changed. We have been one of the fastest growing states in the nation for a number of years. And a lot of our new neighbors did not come from environments where they were hunting and fishing. So my question for you now is, do you have any words of wisdom (laughs) for a novice, someone new who has moved to the beautiful state of Idaho and all of a sudden has this huge smorgasbord of activities to choose from? How do you decide what you're going to do and where do you get started? Can I kind of speak to them and the Idahoans both at the same time? Absolutely. Okay, here's how I'd... Here's how I'd hit you Idaho boys who go, eh, they think California's moving in. Eh. Here's the deal. They're here, guys. Do you want them to think like you, or do you want them to go the other way? Here's here's my point. I used to work at a plant, and well, I've worked always at a lot of plants where, you know, you have people from all over. I had a guy work for me that was the engineer on the Siberian train. Wow. Yeah, he got kicked out for being a Christian, but... 
you know, you could go, well, I want this or that. But I got looking one day, I go, you know, if I'm really doing my job as a Christian and these people are getting saved, I could literally touch the whole world from a little plant right here in Idaho. Yep. I had a buddy, he in fact met with them dinner Sunday, Mario and Sarah, and they got saved and they were like getting two fish in the desert and throwing in water. They were like Billy Graham's the minute they got saved. He went to Costa Rica to visit his family and his daughter go, Daddy, you told me you'd take me swimming. Okay. He had like 11 or 15 speaking engagements there. So, I mean, you nowadays you can touch people around the world. So here's the deal. For you guys moving into Idaho, a lot of y'all, it's like, hey, I've never hunted or fished. I want to, but what do I do? And it's tough. It's like, oh, man, you need your dad, your uncle, on and on taking you. What you can do, meet people. I still do. I mean, I've hunted and fished since nine months before I was born. But um, you're going to meet people in church, at work, your neighbors. That's where I still meet my hunting buddies mostly. And so I'd suggest you do that. Also, there are a ton of seminars. Used to, you didn't have those. Like, I used to do a lot of seminars for Cabela's, Sportsman, COVID shut down, but hopefully they tell me they're going to have me back pretty soon. Come to the seminars. You'll learn how to bear hunt, how to turkey hunt, how to elk hunt, how to crappie fish, how to fly fish. And so go to seminars. Um, Take a gun safety class. Take a, yeah, take the gun safety class. <laughs> and there are a ton of YouTubes and videos like I've done a lot. He moved, he bought a ranch southeast Idaho down at Malad, but we've got, we've got quite a few YouTubes we used to do. Watch some of them. Now, a lot of people, the bad deal, like say a magazine like this, there's an editor. They, edit what's in there. The YouTube guys can say whatever, so it may be truth or not. So that's kind of, in a big nutshell, what I'd say to you guys moving in. There's so many experiences out there to have, and and I wasn't picking on you, but I grew up hunting, (laughs) and I still learned a lot when I, and I didn't take hunter ed because hunter ed wasn't required when I was that age, but a couple years ago, I took a concealed carry class, and I got to tell you, I learned a lot. Leo, Leo Hellyer that that uh, writes for us taught. We have Don Wixom who also teaches, and I think I'm gonna. I learned so much from Leo that I think I'm gonna go take Don's class too, just to see what else I can learn. Because yeah. I'm not gonna know it all, but I want to be proficient. Yeah. So anyway, Tom, we're running out of time. How can our listeners reach you if they have any questions for you? Um, can they email you? Email probably. That's probably best way, because um, I'm always somewhere. A you're always on the road, <laughs> yeah. like, folks. You wouldn't believe what we went through to get him here today. <laughs> so anyway, so your email is in the magazine. It, so your first column is in our September October issue of Christian yeah. Living Magazine, and your email is Tom Claycomb three rd third at gmail.com. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, my pleasure. It was a blast. We'll have to do this again another time. Sounds good. Um, Be sure and pick up your newest 
our newest issue of Christian Living Magazine at over 600 locations throughout all of Southern Idaho or read us online at christianlivingmag.com. This does bring our time to an end for this week, folks. We invite you back next week when we have a special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout Central and all of Southern Idaho. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.